You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. Damn it. Damn. God damn it. <laughs>everyone you're listening to the rest is confetti and i am courtney and i am macy <laughs> psych we're gonna fuck with your minds just like creep did uh creep uh we watched creep. creep today courtney has seen this several times several thousand times. i real courtney real macy real me <laughs> i have not seen it before today, so uh, a lot take, of feeling. Take it away, Courtney. <laughs> take it away. All right, a young videographer answers an online ad for a one-day job in a remote town to record the last messages of a dying man. When he notices the man's odd behavior, he starts to question his intentions. Yeah, a a run <laughs> fucks up all the. Time. But I love this film. This is an excellent one. This is, I told Macy, I think I stand by it. This is my favorite technical, like, found footage film. Yeah, why don't you give, because, again, I don't have any, like, history with this film. This is a, is it 2014? 2014. 2014 film. Um, yeah. When, what was the circumstance of the first time you watched it, Courtney? <laughs> I have a huge... Respect bone for Mark <laughs> Duplass as, like, a director, writer, actor. I love literally everything Mark Duplass is in. So, as I was going down that rabbit hole, I discovered Creep and tried watching it by myself the first time. Um, this is a movie that's basically about a stalker. So, possible triggers for stuff like that. Yeah. It's, uh... Because it's very realistic and, like, found footage It's not, like, um, Invisible yeah. Man. None of this is a stretch. Nothing Which supernatural man. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Invisible Man can be triggering, too, for anybody who hasn't seen it. Like, yes. very much so. Such but gaslighting. Yeah. There's, like, a fantastical element with the whole, like, Invisible suit. Oh but this is, is, um, there's nothing in here that couldn't just happen. And that's what makes it so creepy, especially, I will say, if you are a woman watching this film by yourself, good luck ever wanting to go outside at nighttime again, <laughs> or really trusting anyone. Yeah, no. Uh, but it's so good. Uh, would you say, like, I, I feel like the descent is worse in the, like, it made me physically anxious, but I would put it on a list with that film for, like, oh, I yeah. was just, like, on edge, and I had to turn it off halfway through because I was like, I'm not watching this by myself or I'm not going to sleep because Keith was out of town at yeah. the time. <laughs> no, this was the most uncomfortable and unsettling film I've ever seen, even above The Descent. But The she Descent was more, like, I think intense. Yes, yeah. Um, just because... Like, I was, like, hyperventilating right. when she's, like, stuck. Well, also, the thing is, <laughs> with this film, A.A. Ron done fucked up. Whereas in The Descent, like, they're just stuck. Yeah. Because, look, it's terrible what happened to Aaron, his character, but, like, he could have left. At any point. At many points. And you know what? The guy probably would have followed him, but at least he's, like, going somewhere public or he, like, tells the police, I'm being stalked. Please protect me. You know, something. Also, police detail. You know, in the movies, it's always the cop out front and then everyone's getting murdered while he's eating a donut. I would sleep in the cop car. 
No, again, we talk, like, he makes, like, just the wrong decision every time, but he's also just totally encapsulates the idea of just someone who is a little too nice every time. Boundaries by uh, Dr. Townsend, Henry, Henry Cloud Townsend or something like that. Uh, Read it. Because Aaron had none. Yeah. And look where it got him. Guys, boundaries. Come on. Like, because that's, you immediately start going, okay, but for real, in real life, I would not have done that. I would have done the exact opposite. But we're raised to be like, no, just believe the best in everyone. And it's like, nope, nope. That's why my friend circle's small, because I think most people are terrible, and I don't want to be friends with them. <laughs> and they could be serial killers, and you don't even know it. Peach fuzz. Peach fuzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's. Let's just get into it. Let's just it. dive in. So, um, uh, our thoughts, real quick. We both loved it. Oh, yeah. This is Definitely one of my watch. favorite films of all time, honestly. Um, and now we're going to get into kind of a, not a complete scene breakdown, but like, uh, you know, from the start Because there's actually not even really too many. And I just, whoa, 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 I turned into Mickey Mouse for a minute. <laughs> okay, we've just been smoking a little bit because it's so just anxiety there's so much anxiety watching this film for me. So, we got a little baked, as you guys heard. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up! <laughs> okay, so, found footage. Yeah, we open on... I'm going to try to keep his name straight, because I, I keep calling him Patrick, because that's his real name. That's the actor and director's name, Patrick Bryce. But his name in the film is A.A. Ron. Um... We open on Aaron, who is clearly a kind of down-on-his-luck, just kind of very average dude who is going to do, like, a videography job for someone he doesn't know in a remote location. And we show up, and, like, right off the bat, everything is just off. Like, he comes up to the door, and the guy's not there, and he doesn't answer the phone. So he waits a minute, is like, well, I guess I just got, like, screwed out of a whole day of traveling, Gets back in the car, and then, bam, first jump scare. Mark Duplass is at the window. His name, well, we think, his name is Joseph. Um, and um, just immediately, you know he's weird, because you called it. You And I know you're like, I don't really like hugs, but still, like, the person who's immediately like, oh, we're going to hug now, because that's not even going to be weird by the end of the day. You're like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> and also, like... Again, boundaries, mm-hmm. personal space boundaries. Like, it's just hygiene, closeness, germs, <laughs> COVID-19. Yeah, this would be a totally different film if it were me now. But. Yeah, this film, he'd be trying to get close to him the whole time. And it's just like, no, Joseph would be the good guy because he wore a mask through a lot of the film. <laughs> that is true. Like, he's at least trying a little bit when he's beach fuzz. Oh, my God. Oh, beach fuzz. Yeah, I called it. He's He's weird. Oh yeah, right off the bat. And the the bath scene, we have like he like he follows him upstairs, you find out that Joseph tells Aaron hey, I keep A A Ron. Aaron, let's do let's go if back. If you don't to know that. what A.A. Ron is, um go away. Key and peel. Key and peel. Courtney's nicer keep than up. I am. Keep up. But I might hey. have too many boundaries. <laughs> but no, he uh Immediately starts telling him that the reason that he wants to be recorded for the day or two days or however long it is, is that he is dying of cancer. Um, He is a pretty, I'll give him this, he's a pretty believable liar from the get-go. Because you can almost all, you can tell almost immediately, like, something's wrong, but you're like, but I don't really know what. That he just starts weaving this story about having cancer 
He's got a kid on the way, so he wants to film a video. They go upstairs, and he immediately, right off the bat, gets naked in front of the total stranger. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's how I think. I'll try not to say like too much. I never used to say like, 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 like. <laughs> and lately, just this month, man, this fucking month. My brain is not operating at full uh, capacity right now. <laughs> so for that scene to not have been weird, here's mm. what would have had to happen. I, I think it would have been slightly odd, but he told him beforehand, hey, I'm dying of cancer. I just want to film a day in my life for my son sort of thing. Okay, sure. That's, I'm uncomfortable, but not because anything's wrong with the person. Yeah. So he could have said, hey, I want to kind of like give my son a bath sort of thing because we'll never have, you know, I'll never get to bathe him as a baby. Right, to prepare him. Yeah, and that's a thing a lot of parents like to do is with their t- new infants. It's oh, just yeah. the skin the, skin in the bath time yeah. and stuff. So, okay, I'll let you know when I'm in the tub, and then you can come in. And, you know, fill it with bubbles or something. They're naked. They're also both two guys, too, so that's a little less on the weirdness. But, no, his, like, pubes are sticking out (laughs) because his pants are down so low. We're going to go a lot deeper than this. Yeah, if someone tells you that after, like, an hour of knowing them or less, Balls deep. That's it. And again, I think as women, we are also kind of probably trained to be a little more honed into like, no, no, no. If something like that is off, it's all going to be off. Yeah, if <laughs> like a man you got to get out of this situation. If a man is acting creepy, then he's acting creepy and you need to run away. But he's men. That fast. He's that creepy that fast? Like, what's he going to be like in a day? <laughs> right. Well, I wonder. I doubt this was a mindset because I think we would have heard about it. But it's almost kind of like an alien was an, an allegory for male rape instead of, like, female rape. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if this was, to me, it almost felt like a commentary <clears throat> on how women trust their guts and this wouldn't have happened to them because they would have yeah. run and gotten help and not stayed there and taken the stalking seriously. Whereas because he's a man, it's like, I like that. just <laughs> whatever. I don't think that that was a thing, but I'm just going to headcanon that right here. So Now, Mark Duplass is definitely known for being, like, Feminism. He's, yeah. I, uh, he has a show called Togetherness, and he went on record saying he's like, for every sh- like, like every shot of boobs that you see, you're gonna sh- see a shot of balls too, because that's only fair. And I was just like, all right, Mark Duplass, yeah. I see you. I like that. So I don't know. Yeah, weirder yeah. things have happened. Like or that could be least, a part of it. Because I don't think it's really a commentary on it, because it didn't really have a message about that. But I almost wonder if maybe that's where the idea for the movie came through. Right. Because like even this, just the idea of same sex like stalking, yeah. like that is you're not really ready for that one, honestly. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Alright, well Macy reboots now. <laughs> yeah. Bathtub. Yeah, the tubby. The tubby. tubby. Ew, glass. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> his manner is the way his like mouth will twitch and he'll just make that the oh space, but he's not saying open, he shouldn't be making the face. <laughs> All our Midwesterners know what we're talking about. It's like, Oop. Oh, yeah. The weird triangle shape Let me squeeze right of. past you and grab the ranch, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my Wisconsin accent. <laughs> 
But no, man, it's all wrong from the get-go. And you're just screaming. Like, yeah. literally the whole movie. And like I said, I've probably seen this probably, like, I've seen this well over, like, a dozen or two times already. <laughs> I love watching this film. Like, because now that I know what to, it's so fun, especially just even the second watch, because you know what's coming, and you're just, like, that much more mad at Aaron. Because you're like, I genuinely do think, too, because um, also there is a second one, so I won't give any spoilers for that yet. But it is safe to say that we do not lose Mark Duplass. <laughs> that would have been spoiled for you if you just looked at the covers on Netflix, though, so you're welcome. <laughs> it just, you do find out that he's just so calculating but weird. We don't really know any facts about him. And I don't know. Again, maybe it's a little bit more female intuition or just like, like the opposite sex. Like, that's what you're kind of more prepared to deal with, like, stalking-wise. And you're not really prepared when someone of the same sex is just like... Because at first he just comes off as, like, he just doesn't understand boundaries and needs, like, a best friend. Like, like he has no friends, mm-hmm. clearly. But we pretty quickly also start to see some weird shit, especially once we see the fucking Peach Fuzz mask, which... Oh, and the way it was sitting in the closet. Oh, I know. The little, like, jump scares and just unsettling scenes I love in this movie so much. So much. Oh, yeah, because he opens the... And I I don't know what it is about this fucking mask, man. No, the Peach Fuzz mask is terrifying. I don't even know what it is. Props to you guys for finding that. Mark Duplass, where did you get that mask from? Because it, like, it shouldn't look... Scary because mm-hmm. it's like kind of cheap and all that stuff, but like, and it's almost it should be a comical probably, but like no, it is a legit terrifying mask because also it does it the uh, the holes in it are just big enough that you do catch like some of his actual eye, but mm-hmm. not a lot of it. Oh, it's so scary! Now, it is that... a song, his cute song about peach fuzz. Oh, <laughs> if you could find a peach fuzz mask, that would be a great lazy cosplay. Oh, absolutely, yeah, because then you just but, have, like, the black jacket and yeah. the black sushi pants. <laughs> I think you'd have to do that at a horror con, though, because that would scare the kids at con. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, oh, it's creepy. Peach fuzz creeps me out. I love and the it. name, and, like, it's a Peach weird... fuzz. He's so, like, matter-of-fact about it, like, as, like, a cartoon character. <laughs> well, in the first, maybe not even half, maybe half, it's... There's the added level of weirdness where at this point you're choosing to believe that he's filming this for his son, which he's not, but that's just to enter into the character that introduces you to the world, which is Aaron. So Mm -hmm. you're going in with Aaron, and Aaron is how you're (laughs) learning everything. So I think the way the movie should be enjoyed the first time anyway is where you're like, okay, this is legitimately for his son, and he's legitimately dying of cancer, and Mm -hmm. he's actually a little weird, but whatever. And so that makes it even worse. When it's like, this is supposed to be for your son? <laughs> like, things get weird pretty fast. And even the name Peach Fuzz, obviously there's some weird sexual stuff with Peach Fuzz. But yeah. even just when he said the name Peach Fuzz, I don't know why that's what I thought of. <laughs> oh, no, that's, yeah, that's what I thought but of as well. But that's what I thought of. Are we just freaks? Because Peach Fuzz <laughs> is actually more the term for just, like, the little hair you get on your chin, mm-hmm. not pubes. Mm-hmm. But that's what I thought of. <laughs> but pubes aren't, like, Peach Fuzz. No. It's very <laughs> It's true. more like steel wool. <laughs> dark, the thick Irish sweater. <laughs> I need to polish the kettle. <laughs> But no. That mask, <laughs> so anyway. That mask is legit terrifying. Um, good job, Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass. I love you guys so much. Sorry for the puke talk, guys. Sorry for the puke talk. <laughs> I, there's pubes. Like a bit, there's pubes in this movie, though. 
Well, because lots of times the male genitalia is referred to as, like, a form of fruit. So, yeah, peaches, you know? Like, yeah. 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 (laughs) I think it translates. Because eggplants don't have fuzz. (laughs) (laughs) And they're dark purple, like they've been bruised. Why are you using that? (laughs) Anyways. That's a talk for another day. So then we go to like, because that's one thing this movie does really good too, is as soon as you start to like really question what the fuck is going on with Mark Duplass's character, he usually does something like just kind enough or like just normal enough that you're like, okay, maybe he is just like struggling with legitimate mental illness, which I do believe that he is. I do believe that he, there is obviously something wrong with him. And with the cancer story, it's a brain tumor, so you assume Aaron's kind of like, well, you know, he's a little weird because he's dealing with grief mm-hmm. and a tumor in his brain and all the stuff. Yeah. Chelsea, you'd be having more seizures than that. Like, if it was... Mm-hmm. At least at some point you would. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there because, like I said, like, we... you, I think the audience clocks Joseph as a problem pretty... Way earlier than Aaron does, for sure. Aaron never does. But yeah, he's still sitting on that bench at the end like, I believe him! <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I can. I think I could fix him. <laughs> that is. No, Aaron sweetie. Is that boyfriend. <laughs> no. Uh, but then we do. We go to uh, the woods, which I will say they shoot in like some of the most beautiful locations. This is for a found footage film. I think has some very genuinely beautiful shots in it. I also noticed it was so shaky at the beginning. I started yeah. to get worried because mm-hmm. I have motion sickness. If I could sit through it, they established the found footage with the shakiness. At the very beginning, and then a little bit in the middle, and then they even out yes. to help their audience. I appreciate that, because mm-hmm. if it was too smooth, be like, well, this Because they do a footage. good job of, like, I mean, like, when it's, you know, obviously when they're in the woods, it's moving a little bit, because, like, you're on all that rough, rocky terrain and everything. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they're just, like, chilling in the water... Then it's still. And you get and it's the... it's beautiful. The breaks where he'll set the camera on something. Yes. So I... And it, that's why it's so believable. Like, so, I love it. Yeah, anyone with severe motion sickness know that this is one of the found footage movies you could probably watch. Right, like fast forward through the just beginning parts a little bit Mm -hmm. if you need to. Um, But yeah, it does, especially to the further it gets in, it starts to be hardly shaky at all. Because that limits what I can watch sometimes with found footage. Oh, and As Above, So Below did that to me. Like the first like 10 minutes of that movie were brutal. But then after that, it's like fine. I need to (laughs) watch that still. We watched. I liked it. Yeah, after we watched The Descent, I watched The Descent with a couple of our friends who will eventually be podcast friends, I think. Yay! Um, we watched The Descent, and then Sam was like, let's watch the trailer for As Beloved, so whatever As it above, was. As Above, So Below. Yep, that. <laughs> and I was like, yes! This looks amazing! It is. There is a legit, like, I find that movie to actually be very unsettling, and I think it's pretty well done. Like, the catacombs if, if anything, maybe the storyline is a little whatever, but I, it's got great jump scares. There's an actress in it who is legit terrifying because she has, like, weirdly huge eyes. Oh, one of those. And they just play it up, and I'm just like, oh. But yeah, I'm excited for you to watch that now. But yes, this. This. <laughs> Creep. Found footage, very tolerable. <laughs> Oh, so the woods. So, yeah, so we go into the woods, and again, it's just this weird, I mean, again, and I've seen it a few times, but you pick up pretty quick that 
Joseph is just fucking with Aaron. Like, he's he tries to, like, catch him off guard. He runs away and then jumps out and scares him and then tells him, like, he's got baby murder in his eye and stuff like that. Yeah. But then they come to the little heart. They actually do find there's this, like, heart formation that's been formed by, like, water. So it looks like there's just a heart in the middle of all the rocks with water in it. So they go down and jump at it, and it's sincerely sweet. And what's really weird on what I love about Joseph is I actually do think there are a lot of times when he's genuine, like, he's not acting. Like, he mm-hmm. really is like, oh, Aaron is my best. Like, he genuinely thinks Aaron is, like, his best friend. Because that's how fucked up he is. Right. And but he really believes it and means it. And it's nice, because also, like, you keep thinking, like, oh, they're in the woods. If he were going to kill him, this would be an ideal place. And he mm-hmm. never does. <laughs> right. He doesn't. So do you... Actually, I'm going to save this for a little later on, this question, because it's not... It's coming up fairly soon. Okay. And then we get to the pancake house, where we basically exchange weird, awkward stories, um... One about someone wetting their pants and having a device that, like, goes off when he pees, so he Mm -hmm. pees at school, which was, again, a lot of the scenes, there's just so much where you're just meant to feel just emotionally, like, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I would just want to run out of the room in this situation in real life. Like, no one should have to deal with this. But he just keeps pushing him, and Aaron just keeps taking it. And, like, at some point, you just kind of are like, all right, Aaron, you're just going to get murdered, because, like, you are not picking up on any of this guy's weird clues. Because also then when we go back to the house, that's oh, when things night. escalate quickly. Oh, and I love that shot, though, when he, Mark Duplass walks up the stairs and uh, Patrick Bryce is, like, on the bottom. And there's a light, like a porch light behind him, and he just turns around. So all you see is the outline of Mark Duplass's shadow just looming. And you are, you're like, this is a total power mind fuck. Right, because Aaron doesn't follow him up the stairs because he... Because he's trying, he tra- thinks I should go. Yeah, he's like, he's, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to go home. And he could totally go, because I don't think that Joseph took his keys yet. Mm-mm. And so, and then Joseph is like, no, you should come up here for sure. And then Aaron doesn't trust his gut. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up in there. Dude, you go up in the house, you're not getting out. Because even though he got out, he didn't <laughs> And really you shouldn't, honestly. <laughs> right. And then they're drinking and he gets his keys stolen and... He tries to leave again, and... And then he has to drug (laughs) Joseph. Oh, because also then we have... This is probably the most uncomfortable scene I've ever... One of them that I've ever sat through the first time, which is when Joseph reveals to Aaron, and I love the way this shot is done, because he says, turn the camera off. Aaron doesn't, but he does put it under the table. So the screen is completely blacked out. There's absolutely nothing actually in the shot, just audio. And he tells him... Joseph regales him the story of how he found animal porn on his computer that he only shared with his wife, accused her of like that because it wasn't him, and she denied it. So one day he stages a rape, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. So I guess like kind of trigger, like you don't see it, but trigger if, you know, like talking about it. Well, and it's like, it's a rape, but she... Is in on it. So we'll explain it really quick. Yeah, because so, we want to be as tactful as we can, but it's a really unique situation. Too, yeah, so. it is, especially, like I said, you don't see anything. This is literally just Mark Duplass talking, and man, he acts the shit out of the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he tells his wife, we're going to go away to a cabin because they've been drifting apart because of this lie. Um, so they go up to the cabin, and then he tells her that he gets called away for work. Instead, he goes away for a minute uh, changes into the peach fuzz mask, uh, walks into the room, ties her up, has what, the animalistic, ravenous sex, yeah, sexual that's... intercourse. So it is consensual 
Technically, yeah, it's weird. She, you guys get said, it. <laughs> yeah, because he was mad at his wife because she didn't know it was him under the mask. And she was really excited about it. Yes, she's so, way willing to do it. And then he I just... I think the issue is that he would have done it whether she wanted to yeah, or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that was his intention, was to scare her and punish her. But oh, then yeah. he was so horrified because she liked it. And he liked it a little bit, too. Um, but then he just yeah. leaves her... Uh, comes home like a couple hours later and asks how her day is and she says, just with a casual smile, fine. Um, and he's like, I rape my own wife, Aaron. And then that's basically how that shot ends. Yeah. So it's a really weird situation. Again, yes. like, I don't know what, he says he raped her, so I'm gonna say it was rape if that was mm-hmm. his intention. But we also literally had, like, that story may never have happened. Like, he might not have ever had a wife. You have no idea who this man is. Well, and we find out Angela is his sister. Yes. So then I, the first thing for me was, oh, it was his sister that he raped. Mm-hmm. Not his wife. And he was pretending she was his wife. But then we were like, yeah, but he could have made the whole story up, too. Because so. he does, uh, and this isn't like a huge spoiler because you'll see, it's like instantaneous in the second movie. Um, but he likes to swap names around. Like in the next movie, he's Aaron. So he mm-hmm. does seem to have a tendency to, like I said, after you watch the second one, I do believe that even more. Because he seems to just take names of people he knows and just swap them with whoever it's convenient to be like, okay, so Angela's my sister, but I'm going to say she's my wife. Or next time I'll say she's my dentist or like, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but yeah, because he also weird scene. Has, yeah, <laughs> he also clearly has either he really does have a brain tumor or he has mental issues. Yeah, um, that are not being treated currently. Probably so. a sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> and we do like I said, we we delve into that into the second movie, so we'll we'll definitely do that soon. We may not do it next, but we'll definitely do it very soon. Yeah, because it's really good. Um. But yeah, so then after that, that's when Aaron decides to try to just drug him and get out of the situation. And then (laughs) Joseph's phone is ringing as he's passed out. And it's Angela, who you find out is his sister. And she basically just says, I'm going to tell you right now, Aaron, I just think that you should walk right out of there and leave. Give me your address. Like, I'll come pick you up. But you need to get out of the house now because something's wrong with my brother. Do you um, think that that's really his sister? It's so hard to tell. Like, we have so little actual... Like, everything is that we know about Aaron, or Aaron, that we know about Joseph, if that's even his name, is from Joseph. So he's a right. very unreliable narrator. Clearly, that being said, I think he's such a sociopath that some of it is true. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to tell what. Like I said, like, maybe he raped someone. Maybe he never did. I mean, it's so hard to tell with this dude. (laughs) And clearly Angela does know him. Yes. That is the one thing that I'm like, okay, so, because also that is the one thing, the only thing that makes any of us think that maybe Joseph is his real name. Or at least it was the name of him for, like, someone who got to know him long enough that they do still want to help him. Mm -hmm. Because also it's someone that he hasn't murdered. Uh, because as we learn at the end, he, this isn't his first rodeo. No. Oh, no. <laughs> but we'll get there because, uh, yeah, this is just... And then there is, there's a kind of a back and forth of Aaron and uh, Joseph in and out of the cabin where, again, like, there's just several times where there's a perfect opportunity for Aaron to just run and flee the premises, and he just keeps trying to be there for Joseph. Like, I'm going to save this guy. Then he's going to get Ladies, better. Ladies, you can't fix <laughs> you him. You can't fix him. And men, this goes for you too, yes. apparently. But 
oh, no, it's so frustrating. And then one of the worst, most uncomfortable scenes ever happens, which is when Aaron confronts him, like, hey, I talked to your sister. I know what's going on. And he's, I will say, it sucks. He is so sweet and does technically the right thing, just with with the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, I'm not mad at you. I just want to help you. Let's just, like, talk this out. You know, let's just go our separate ways. And then he just runs away so abruptly, flies down the stairs. And again, that's the moment where I'm like, okay, he is downstairs and you are out on the porch. Run your dumb ass out of this situation. Okay, so I (laughs) want to talk about this on the porch real quick. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, good for you, Joseph, for being drugged with that much Benadryl and, like, being able to... Oh, yeah, clearly he's, like, fucked around with some drugs before. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, and he was dreaming about Peach Fuzz and masturbating. Oh, yeah, yeah, the dreams about Peach Fuzz get real weird, too. Yeah, that was one (laughs) of the things with the whole sexual stuff with Peach Fuzz. But, Mm -hmm. so when they're on the porch and Aaron turns around and Joseph is there, Joseph seems really happy to see him and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not until Aaron says, I know you're troubled, that his face just falls. Oh, yeah. And then he stares at him. And yet when he just runs like that to the basement, it's like, the way he moves is so brilliant. That Mm -hmm. shouldn't even be that scary. Mm -hmm. Just weird. But do you think that Aaron would have been fine as long as he kept being his friend? Or do you think it was when he said, I know you're troubled, that Joseph was like, okay then, that's where we're at. It is hard to tell, but I do think that that is kind of, that's what I believe, basically. Yeah, like he's looking for a lifelong friend. Is that, but the problem with Joseph is I genuinely don't think he is capable of getting close to someone without killing them. Because mm-hmm. for some reason there is some wires have been crossed or something where... That's how he feels love. That's how he expresses his love is after, like, he'll love you and be really nice, and then he just wants to murder you. And he thinks it's romantic, and, like, he thinks, like, I mean, you hear him, like, well, we'll get into that later, but when he talks, you know, about Aaron at the end, even, you're like, no, like, he really does have a weird affection for Mm -hmm. his victims, which is very interesting. Again, there's just so much originality, and it's so simple and brilliant. I'm like, I wish more people would do this. I feel like we could do this. Like, this could, yeah. this is the movie that gives me hope, too, because this is basically just two men. Like, a handful of, like, crew, but basically just two men are responsible for all two of men, this. One mask. For acting. And one, two men, one terrifying mask. Yep. But, oh, my God, no, he's just so good. And his acting, I do, I, I just, he's, Marty Blast is one of my favorite people. His facial movements. You knew exactly what was going on. Oh, yeah. His he, twitches. He, he would have these, like, tells. Oh, yeah. Like, his eye twitch when Aaron turned around on the porch. And it's not too much because it's such an, and I, I feel bad for actors, it's a very easy thing to overdo something like that. Like, because mm-hmm. it's such a hard thing to master, but yeah. Well, then like, there's some ticks. things on camera you have to be more exaggerated. Yes. But then there's other <laughs> things you almost have to be less exaggerated or else they come across too much. Mm-hmm. So that, that's got to be a hard balance to find. Oh, and I do. They're just, they're so brilliant together. I love it. <laughs> so up until the porch, I thought Aaron made a lot of dumb choices, but I could kind of get it. Like he's just a, that, he's a nice guy. He's too yeah. nice and has no boundaries. That's it. And <laughs> then he goes back in the freaking house. <laughs> follows him get, down the steps. Follows him down the steps. 
Run! Jump into the woods and <laughs> run! Run! Like, you will have also, a your chance. legs are the length of this other man. Yes. So you can run faster than him. I guarantee it. True fact: Mark Duplass is five foot ten, and Patrick Bryce is six foot six. So yeah, he's got. He yeah. could literally just be fleeing. Well, Joseph's character is only about an inch or two taller than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, he's not all that tall. And you can run as fast as a six foot seven right. six man. <laughs> I couldn't either, but you know, I'm not as close to your height. So, right. but yeah, it's just run. Balling. Just run. A A run. A A run. You done fucked up. <laughs> he follows him down the stairs, and then the way that Joseph is, Joseph is standing in front of the door to get outside, wearing the peach fuzz mask. And Joseph isn't, like, hands flat to the wall or anything. He's just standing there, like, pre-Naturo run. Yes! It's exactly <laughs> what, what it is. is. <laughs> like, he's about to break out into a Broadway number. <laughs> yes. But he's not moving at all. <laughs> it's like the us thing. If you got, If anyone was unsettled by the scene in us... Where there's just four shadows, basically. And what sucks is they're not moving. So you're like, they're just sitting there, ominously thinking about what they're going to do to me. And then they suddenly flee. But no, it is that just nothing is happening. but you And you can kind of see just enough of like his actual eye behind the mask. So it's, it's like way realer. Yeah, it's weird. I just, ah, oh, brilliant. Brilliant shot. Like, I, again, I fucking love this movie, but there are some parts where I'm just like, that's brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. how, I hate that movies like this won't get nominated for shit. Right. Like, what well, a the, crime. and the response it elicits is just, oh my God. Ugh. I don't usually make a bunch of noise or get freaked out during movies. You were really. like, you went full Lexi. <laughs> yeah, when he's standing there, and it, it's not a jump scare when he's standing in front of the door in the peach fuzz mask. I just went, ah! Because it's so uncomfortable. And then he does start, like, slightly and very weirdly just gyrating kind of his hips and then making low growl noises. Yeah, the hips and the growl together. Oh, just so... And then Aaron says, are you going to let me go? And it's still for a second and then slowly side to side. No. (laughs) And then he says... Are you trying to scare me? And he just slowly nods. And then he starts the growling and the gyrating. And Aaron rushes him. That's probably Uh the smartest thing Aaron did. Because running from him would not... Because he could get up some momentum. And you don't know this house. But But rushing him... so loud, too. After all of that tense silence, it's abrupt loudness. And then we shoot to the DVD. (laughs) Yeah. So Aaron got out of the house. Yes. He didn't get away. Miracle. He got out of the house. (laughs) And yeah, Joseph sent him a DVD of Joseph (laughs) digging a hole while having bags of what looked like severed body parts. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that was one of his old DVDs? Of Possibly. What a previous murder. That would be really smart, actually. It'd be really easy to make copies. Yeah. Clearly, he knows how to do all that stuff. That so. would be kind of cool if he sent the in tape. Because <laughs> that's his thing. Yeah. He asks people to come film him. Mm-hmm. He asks them to film their own murder. Yes. And so, Brilliant. <laughs> you know, it would make sense to me if he then took the tape and then. Yeah, you might as well use it because he is—he's he's trying to intimidate A.A. Ron, and it works. Yeah. <laughs> Not good enough though, because A.A. Ron just stays home and p- 
puts a nail in his glass door. Right. And he's like, this will keep him out. Super, super smart. No, because that's what I told Macy, too. I'm like, yet again, I you can st- you could still probably at least buy yourself maybe an extra week to try to figure something out, or at least just one more week of existence, if you had just gone literally anywhere. And, like, I do know, like, they established, like, yeah, he's clearly, like, poor and struggling. Honestly, though, at this point, like, no, no, no. As soon as I get that DVD, I just drive, like, as far west, south, whatever, as possible, and just crash somewhere. And also, like, we talked about, even if you can't go anywhere, go so go to a McDonald's. Like, stay at a McDonald's literally all day, Mm-hmm. Where there are, like, cameras. Because, like, it's established that so this is pretty current time. If so. you're buying food, they're not going to kick you out. Right. Just buy a large fry every hour, <laughs> every couple hours. Go to the library. Go Like, there are, pla- there are ways that he could do this where, again, even if it just bought him more time, at least it would still buy him more time. He just literally, like, gives up and is like, well, I guess I just have a stalker now. Yeah. And he keeps also, sending him shit. <laughs> yeah, he keeps sending. He sends him a box with a knife and a DVD and a baby wolf in it. The guy's having these weird dreams. And then he just... Uh, I forgot again. <laughs> it's oh, a lot. Because technically I think what happens first after we see like all the videos and shit is that then he hears like something outside and turns on all the lights uh, and starts walking around. And that shot. Oh, he's like standing and facing like his back is to his front door, which he's already checked. He checks it first. Turns around, knife in hand, looks all the way around, stands at literally, I mean, perfectly in the doorway where, like, no one's there. He's kind of in front of the door, moves to the back of the house, and Mark Duplass is just standing there menacingly, staring through the glass. And And it gives me chills every time. It's like a French glass door, too. So the whole door is glass panes. But also... The other stupid thing about Aaron staying there and just being like, I'm just going to screw the door into the door frame. <laughs> I mean, homes, you know, putting locks on our doors and windows helps with someone who just kind of wants to maybe break in and rob something, mm-hmm. but it's not really worth it, so that deters them. Right. If someone wanted to get into your house, they could absolutely get into your house. It would oh, not yeah. be an issue at all. <laughs> That's why I have dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's, again, he just keeps making, like, the worst possible decision at every turn, because then he goes outside, which I also told Macy, I'm like, I don't care if I turned around and I saw him, which he doesn't. Like, of course, Joseph, like, dips out in front of the, like, behind the door as soon as Aaron starts walking up. But, like, even if I saw him standing outside there, I'm not going inside. Like, he's going to have to fight and get in here. Like, I'm just, there's so many things he does wrong. And then he goes outside. And instead of just peeking down the alley and thinking, that's good enough, like, I can see far enough and no one's down there, he walks all the way down this and there's dark and trees. alleyway. <laughs> and there's so many hiding places. And what's funny is then he, you know, it ends up being, like, kind of just an all for nothing where he turns the corner and it's just his uh, trash cans have been knocked over and he's just like, oh, fucking raccoons. And we're like, first of all, we know that's not it. And even if it is, you've still got problems, dude. So I don't know why you're like, oh, no big deal. I'll just go back to sleep now. <laughs> How do you sleep during this? Because that's it, too. I'm like, I don't care if I'm starting to go, like, mechanic level. Like, no, I stay up a few nights. I will lose some sleep and cut off some years of my life if I can beat this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. Dumb. Oh, uh. A-A-Rod. But, oh, my God. 
Yeah, and he keeps, like, getting closer and closer. He leaves a DVD, like, in a slashed, like, window screen that's literally right by Aaron's bed to let him know. Which he didn't go in through the screen. That was a deep Mm -hmm. detour, like, not detour, distraction. (laughs) Yes. Because he comes in and he cuts his hair. Yeah, oh, I hate Which that Which was just scene. for him, because yeah. Aaron never found out that his hair got cut like that. Nope. Oh, no. And that's what's really fucked up, too, is like, yeah, so, yeah, because that shot's brilliant, too, because you Aaron has a dream, and he's like, and you hear, like, noises, too. Um, but he goes back to sleep, and then the camera turns back on, and Aaron is clearly dead asleep and is not working this camera. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Duplass's arms come on. Because that's what I love, too. I love that, like, he doesn't fully get in the shot. It's just his arms with a pair of scissors. Because also you're like, is he about to mutilate him? No, he just cuts a pretty modest piece of hair off of his head, to, like, puts the camera all up and down his body, and then just leaves. <laughs> That's it. It's so invasive. Like, my skin crawls every time I watch that scene because I'm just like, oh, kill me. Please just kill me. If you're ever going to come in my house and fuck with me, please just kill me right off the bat. That's like, the that's thing. So the, way, the way that Aaron died honestly wasn't all that bad. No. It was very quick. It's the build up. <laughs> he honestly didn't even know it was coming. Mm-hmm. He felt nothing. I Maybe. I don't know. Brain stuff is weird because sometimes you think, oh, yeah, because I'll just die right away. But... Maybe the brain doesn't work like that. I don't know. I'm going to assume it probably right depends away. too. I yeah. think that's probably one that depends. That was a pretty big axe though. But it was the, the leading up stuff that was so torturous. Mm hmm. Because then, yeah, he sends him one more video and I give it to him. Like they paint Joseph as a great actor because Mark Duplass is a great actor. And Aaron falls for it. He, he sends him this sad video. Joseph's all crying like, I'm sad and I'm lonely. And it's really believable is what sucks, too. Is like, even you, the person who knows that this guy is fucking crazy and probably going to kill Aaron, you still kind of do feel for him a little bit. He's such a good actor and a good liar. Because, again, I still don't know what's true and what's not. Like, I do feel like he has some family. That seems to be a constant enough mm-hmm. thing he talks about. But who knows? But, yep, then Aaron meets up with him in, quote, and I'm doing, quote, air quotes, in public. (laughs) Not in public. In a park in the middle of nowhere where, like, no one is actually just hanging out. There's an enormous lake and then a house, the house is on the other side of the lake. Mm -hmm. That's not With very few roads that are pretty covered by all of the natural, beautiful foliage in the area. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This guy, like, I don't even feel bad for Aaron by the end of it. No, you're like, you're an idiot. And he's like, I've got it now. So he's like, I'm going to leave my camera phone videotaping in the dash of my car and I'm going to walk up to this bench and I've got the police on speed dial and I'm all ready. And he sits down and once he does check behind him, like immediately as he sits down, and then he just stares off at this beautiful, and I will say I love, like, the di- the dynamics, the duality. I don't know what I want to say. I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brandy TV. <laughs> yes. I love her so much. Um, but anyways, um, what I love about that shot is it is actually very relaxing. And I mm-hmm. love that it's like he's just on a bench in like the very corner of the screen. And the whole rest of it is this beautiful, relaxing landscape. It's probably in Maine. That's what I'm looking for. It's juxtaposed. And then out of the corner, we see little Mark Duplass emerge behind him with a trench coat. 
For a long time. For a minute, too. To the point where I'm like, I get that you maybe wouldn't necessarily be, like, every second switching back and forth. But, like, at least once a minute, right? I'd be thrown in over the shoulder, like, where is this motherfucker? I'd have my back <laughs> to the fucking lake. Right, that too. Yeah, I would probably just be waiting. <laughs> That's, like, the one safe place is the lake, probably. My butt would be in the water. Right, like, you want me to come just drown me. That would be... Also, <laughs> oh, I have the police on speed dial. If the guy's coming to kill you, <laughs> even if you dial 911, like, you're going to be dead. Like, it does take them time to get there. I mean, they try, but they're only people. It's not like guys. there's a <laughs> helicopter hovering right. above him. This isn't Star Trek. He could just, like, beam right to you. But no. And I do love, though, because uh, when you watch it, like, the second time, you'll notice it a lot. The way, like, because you see him with the trench coat, and then if you pay really close attention, he's so... Like, he slides the axe down his leg in a way where his shoe kind of hides it Mm -hmm. for the most part. But if you know, when you know what you're looking for, you'll see it. But, like, the first time I didn't see it at all. Which, great foreshadowing. He saw the axe when Aaron first got to the house and was like, uh, this is weird. And he even confronts him about that. He's like, why didn't you leave? Like, there was an axe. You didn't think that was weird? (laughs) And then he puts on the peach fuzz mask. Uh, And then he approaches Aaron raises the axe over his he head and again up to him so so quiet and, and so slow. animated like how he's yeah it's not just tiptoes it's, it's like, like hunched <laughs> and like claw hands and i mean he with like, the axe over his head which is you and know, he holds it there for a minute just he's just hovering there. with the axe and then just brings it down and i mean aaron's dead immediately we all knew it was coming because he made terrible decisions uh, but then I do love the way they did the ending with one last jump scare, because then you realize that Mark Duplass is now filming the movie that he's made of him killing Aaron, and then you find out that this ain't his first rodeo, <laughs> but but he is his favorite of all of them. I love mm-hmm. how he says that, though. You're my favorite of all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you get the feeling this isn't the first time he's done this. Yeah. He's you really don't good at it. <laughs> realize how many times he's done this. Yep. Yeah, that's a, a the the whole ending shot is amazing. Cause also the jump scare of like him like jump and like in the video jumping and kind of out in front of Aaron's car like mm-hmm. like just yeah. one less fuck you. And then as we end, he is on the phone with another person saying that he needs someone to, you know, just take a video of him for the day. And he says his name is Bill this time too. Mm-hmm. So that starts the like okay. So every time he's just a new person. Um. And then he puts the DVD of Aaron into a huge cabinet where there are many, many other recordings. <laughs> and that's how it... And then it ends with, like, metal music. I do love the... I really love the trend of just, like... Because I feel like it's... Mandy kind of did it, too. Mm-hmm. Just that huge fuck you in your face text with, like, metal music. I'm like, I'm yes. sold. So, Anything but yeah. metal. I've been listening <laughs> to metal so much lately. <laughs> I regret nothing! Uh, yeah, that movie fucked me up, man. And no, it's hard to do that to me. I, I and I was so. I was like uh, that just uh, such high praise. That's yeah. high praise. High <laughs> praise. But yes, yeah, so oh shout that's out to creep. Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Always shout out to Nick Cage. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, oh. so wow. I mean, I can't wait to watch the second one, but I'm gonna wait to watch the second one. Oh yeah. One. Oh yeah. No, you need some time. Yeah, wow. And there is a third one in the making, but they have both went on record saying that, like, they need it to be perfect. 
And they were like, we've just, we've thrown a couple ideas around and nothing's catching. And honestly, like, we're not going to release garbage. Like, if it, and I was like, if it, I don't care if it takes a whole decade, Mark Duplass, you take your time, but I am ready for Creep 3. Well, and, <laughs> you know, you can't just make now a third one that's the same premise. Mm-hmm. You've got to do something more or do an anthology where it's a different serial, kill- serial mm-hmm. killer or something. What sucks is you're always going to want to know more about Joseph and mm-hmm. we're never going to know. And that's so brilliant. Mark and that's what keeps you coming back. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Oh, no. I would watch it like because also like they could release a legitimate just like book on Joseph and I would buy the shit out of that. So like, they he's... actually have this series of books like The Psychology of Batman. The psychology oh, of the walking cool. dead. The psychology of blah, blah, blah. And it's all these pop culture shows or characters. And it it's written by psychologists or psychiatrists. Oh, who are like, this is why, this is what this person would be suffering from to do this. Oh. Or in the walking dead, this is why the dynamics play out that way from oh, like so an anthropology and psychology perspective. They need one on Joseph. They do. Because, <laughs> like, I gotta know. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm never gonna know, but I'm really excited for Mace to watch the second one, too. So that'll that'll definitely be in the works probably within, like, a month or two. But we got, we had to give Macy a break. This is a rough one, guys. It is. If and again, is... I feel like as women, too, this kind of hits just a little bit closer where it's like, oh, this is what our moms warned us about. That's why, like, no woman really. Like, I do feel like uh, Joseph does at least from what I've gathered, tend to get a little more, I think, men than women. Yeah. Which I think is smart. (laughs) We know better. Yes. (laughs) Because if if someone starts gyrating in a wolf mask, I'm out way before that. (laughs) Yeah. No. No, 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 no. I will jump off the roof, because at least then maybe I can die. Right. (laughs) No. Uh, But, so out of, uh, oh, out of, out of five peach fuzz masks. Ah, no. <laughs> or out of five five baby murder wolves. <laughs> okay, peach fuzz masks. We'll do the peach fuzz. I'm going to say four and a half. Yeah, I go five. <laughs> but I'm a little biased because I do. I love Mark Duplass. But, yeah, I would say like 4.5 or 5 this for sure. This was a like, um, perfect. It felt a little long in a couple parts. Mm-hmm. But it's not long, so that's fine. Oh, yeah, these are both, like, both of them are only, like, an hour and a half, if that. The found so they're very easy stuff, to watch. Yeah, the found footage stuff, it tries to be so real, successfully. Mm-hmm. That's a compliment. Yeah. And that there are slow parts. Yes. <laughs> or people's cadence of speech is a little more realistic, so they're not, like, going along at a good pace. They're pausing, whatever. And so, yeah, that was the only thing I think a couple times I felt like something was going on a little long, but that's not really a huge... I would probably give it a five if it wasn't for that, but mm. that's more even just me, so... I'm going to say the four and a half, and I'm I'm also going to say this is probably, like, a perfect horror film if you want to scare someone. Oh, yeah. Scare the crap Especially out of them. Especially watch this. If you're having, like, a girl's night and you're like, I want to... We want to, like, piss our pants screaming and giggling creep man mm-hmm. just again be ready make sure make sure that like whoever makes you feel safe is coming home soon because yep. this is pretty unsettling <laughs> well because like you said also as women we all have had experiences with guys who not acted like joseph you know not later on maybe but just certain characters. but when aaron first meets him where you're just like i have a feeling in the pit of my stomach but this person isn't letting me leave yes and we we all know Stuff like that, so... Oh, yeah. 
Macy knows, and I won't go into a lot of detail because, like, nothing ever really came from it. It was never to this level. Like, no one was ever really physically stalking me, but I worked. I did have, like, a kind of same-sex thing where there was someone who worked who was technically, like, under me. Like, I was management and she was not, and she was definitely of some sort um, on the spectrum. So I was trying to be, like, again, too nice, a lot like Erin, um, but she would start getting me like really ex- like $25 gift cards and like books and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is, this looks like you're trying to butter me. Like what sucks is she didn't think so. Um, but because she definitely didn't just get like kind of certain social cues and stuff right. like that. Um, but like I had to go to my manager about it cause I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do, but like I have had a little bit of like, again, not to the level, like she wasn't like following me around or anything, um, but just, of. Well, that maybe she was really we good at it. We did live like an hour away because that was when I had that big commute. But anyway, but anyways, like and definitely like I mean, she did. She friended me immediately, like on Facebook, and then I had to block her on that. It was just one of those things where it was like it was just someone who didn't really pick up on social cues and didn't understand boundaries. So again, not a big deal. But as I have had just a little bit of kind of weird experience with this, yeah, this one hit close to home where it was like, no, sometimes. It's hard not to be too nice because also you never want to be the asshole that made someone who's legitimately struggling with mental stuff like go off the deep end in some way. But also <laughs> there are right. certain red flags. And Aaron saw in the none middle of, of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, no, Aaron saw none of them. None of them. <sighs> we might do a bonus episode with Keith's thoughts for creep. And we'll either spell Keith with a C or Creep with a K. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is a good. I highly recommend this one. But again, if this is like a stalker film, so if you have had actual experience with stalkers, I would probably advise against this one. Yeah. Um, this would be very triggering. Uh, for those of you who that would not be a problem for, though, this is an amazing film. I love this movie. So I've, like we watch, we watch it all the time. Sometimes we'll just put it on in the background, like while we're video gaming or something. What was the budget for this movie? Do you know? I don't. I don't know if they've actually released it. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can because it couldn't have been that much. No, because again, it's really just them doing it too. I mean, they were the they're the only actors credited. One of them is the director. Both of them are the writer. Let's see. Angela doesn't get a credit? That's sexist. <laughs> That's sexist. I know it's funny, too, because it's like, I mean, she did technically. <laughs> like, she was in it. She was just a okay, voice. Okay, the, compu- the voice of the computer on John Carpenter's The Thing got a billing at Comic-Con. So <laughs> Angela can be credited. <laughs> That's true. Because when the um, cast of The Thing, minus Kurt Russell, because he's too good for a Comic-Con in Ohio, um, he... They had all the cast there, and I recognized them. They had this woman, and I was, there's no woman in the John Carpenter's The Thing. There isn't the sequel, right, or prequel, but not in John Carpenter's The Thing. And I had to do a bunch of digging for far longer than I care to admit. Oh yeah. And it turned out she was the voice of the computer at the beginning when McCready is playing chess no or something. Way. And like she had a booth at Comic Con. What do you even? What do you even have her sign? <laughs> what do you even do? Okay, I'm not 100% sure exactly if it gives the exact number. It does say that generally across the board, most Bloomhouse films, he tries to maintain a low budget of one to three million. That would be make sense. Because yeah. Bloomhouse, Jason Bloom, um, who he has, he has made some mistakes in speaking about women, but I do believe that he has... 
done enough that I am okay watching his films. Uh, I apologize if some of you do not, <laughs> um, because I get it, but he made, like, a statement about, like, and there, I don't know, it was weird. It was something like, there's not enough, he said that there weren't enough women basically applying or, like, trying to oh, get into the horror yeah. game, and people were like, I can give you a list of 25. Um, so he immediately apologized, and ever since then has made women pretty much always... Like, into the dark, generally the woman is going to make it out. You know, I think that's um, the thing. Uh, ideally, nobody would ever make horrible comments. Mm -hmm. But when people do, I look a lot more. Again, depending on what the comment yes. was. Mm -hmm. The but extremity. Generally, something like that. Mm -hmm. I look more at how were you, how did you handle being called out? Yes. Did you get defensive and say more terrible things and make excuses? Or did you say wow, I was wrong. I'm really sorry. Not only am I sorry and acknowledging I'm wrong, let me try to do something to fix that. Mm -hmm. So I think he's at least trying. So I, I reserve the right to love the Bloomhouse films. Yeah. Um, but that is his one thing that he likes to do besides, again, obviously casting as many amazing women as possible. And there are a lot out there, guys. Yeah. Like Happy Death Day. <laughs> Happy Death Day, and which Lupita we're going to soon, guys. <laughs> Lupita in Us. I mean, oh. she was... So wow. good. Well, an invisible man is Bloomhouse. Wait, no, it's but yeah, not. the thing that it's he universal. does smart, and the thing that Keith has always said, he's like, if we ever made a uh, a horror movie, we would do it like Bloomhouse style, which is he keeps the budget so low because he really only shoots in like one or two locations. Right. Like the less you have to move around, which lots of times you can formulate a good story in pretty much one location. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> when it's a small story. Gosh, uh, that Brie Larson movie Room took place oh. in a shed. Which I won't watch that. Oh, that is a powerful, upsetting film. <laughs> yes, because it's so upsetting. I, I'm in full and total support of the film having been made. I just yes. can't. Handle it's incredible. It. Everyone deserved Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> I that's not one that I'm like I want to rewatch that and feel great because no. you don't. <laughs> but props where props are due. Right. But yeah, this I do. I love Bloomhouse, and I think that especially with this, like I just. Oh, Mark Duplass. Again, Mark Duplass is just, i he's never made anything less than amazing in my book, so. Yeah. And even the things he's usually just a part of are pretty funny. Like, if you've ever watched The League, he is Pete. Um, but yeah, this is a fucking awesome film, and I think uh, a lot of people should watch it. <laughs> but Definitely be careful. <laughs> yeah, in the right circumstances. <laughs> All right, well, it's for our recommendations section. Um... For me, I'm not... So, Courtney and I are actually both... We both had job changes in the past month. Yes, we did. So, I am currently waiting to start my new job next week, and Courtney is a couple, two or three weeks into your new yeah, job. three weeks in. So, things are a little... Schedules may not be completely perfect, stuff like that. And I also don't have many recommendations, because I'm not reading or watching much right now. <laughs> um... Umbrella Academy Season 2, probably, oh, for both of us. Umbrella Academy Season 2, my God, Just Umbrella God, Academy guys. anything in anything. general. But Season 2 is what we're doing ben. right now. <laughs> that got weirdly Southern. Because it takes place in Texas. It does, yeah. That's why. That's, uh, but yeah, Umbrella Academy, I would throw out there, too, and I know I'm a broken record on David Diggs, but I don't care. <laughs> um, every single person who I, I see for the rest of my life, I'm going to recommend blind spotting to. Uh, Blind Spotting does feature Defeat Diggs, one of my favorites. Um, also features the girl also from The League. That's a funny crossover. Um, Shiva. Uh, and it is, a, I think, one of the best done movies I've ever seen about, like, just everything with race. Everything that's going on right now. Like, we could not have a more perfect film. I don't know how it didn't get nominated. Because it's from 2018. Don't know how it didn't get nominated for Oscars or anything. 
I they made some white man mad. Frankly, frankly, I will say this. I think it kicked the shit out of Moonlight. Like, if you think Moonlight is good and powerful, that's awesome, and it is. But this movie is probably even better. Um, it also features David Diggs uh, rapping in a way that, while it should probably be weird, actually flows really well with the film. Some of the most beautiful cinematography I've ever seen. So yeah, Blind Spotting, Umbrella Academy. And if you haven't watched Hamilton, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm waiting for you, are we okay? Even friends? No, I just get Macy gets a pass because it's like three hours, and that is a lot for us to come up with. But yes, we will with get there. new jobs and a uh, crotch gremlin named Calvin. It just <laughs> takes a little bit longer. Anyone? offended that I refer to my kid as my crotch gremlin. Well, I don't care. And so, this is our pod. You know what? I made it. You have the right. I can call it whatever I want. It's true. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah. For me, um, definitely Umbrella Academy season two, which snowballs into 112263. Yes, which I will be starting soon. Bye. Yes, which is a TV series on Hulu featuring uh, Frank you know, James. Frank James <laughs> yes, you messed, you totally messed up. <laughs> James, Frank James. <laughs> You know, I called Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf the other day, too. Well, I always call... Like, I know that's not his name, but I call him that all the time, the LaBeouf. Do you know what Boof is? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I had to look it up. I, when I say it, I don't mean it like that, but yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> LaBeouf. Tell you what, guys. I will tell you this. Uh, I know it's been a minute since uh, hashtag penisgate, and you guys all really responded great to that. So More penis here's, talk, people? Question here's, mark? Here's a little penis fact. Um, if you watch, which I will say, be careful watching this film, um, but if you've never seen the two films in the, um, oh my god, Nymphomaniac series... <sighs> Which, very dark, if you know that director, you should know what you're getting into. Um, but if you do make it into the film, uh, Shia LaBeouf has a very elegant package. <laughs> like, I was like, good for you, man. So, there, there's some penis talk for you since I know you guys are missing it. So, yeah, Shia LaBeouf's penis, nymphomaniac, check it out. <laughs> Alrighty then. Coming a, soon to our Patreon. Coming soon to our Patreon. <laughs> Just dick pics. Laboofing it up. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my friends who still love me even though I said Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And I didn't say it ironically. I literally was just Shout out to all of you. I hope talking. you're having an excellent day. <laughs> I was just talking so fast I didn't even think of it. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, yeah, eleven twenty two sixty three is the TV show, but it's based on the book by Stephen King, which is excellent and is probably my favorite novel. You know what? I don't, don't make me choose. I don't have a favorite. <laughs> it's one of my faves. Though. It fluctuates. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't flatulate, it fluctuates. It fluctuates. <laughs> oh, farts. Anyway. <laughs> Well, you can uh, email us, confettipod at gmail.com. Find us on social media, at confettipod is our usernames. Feel free to reach out and message us and tweet us questions or recommendations or shout-outs. We'll shout you out, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I love you. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
Yeah. Always go Python. (laughs) Just immediately like a tick. (laughs) Have you seen the video of the uh, church? It's like a, was like a mega church. And the camera is on the stage for where the pastor's supposed to be. And, you know, people are just kind of mingling. And then, like, you hear his voice. And everyone's like, where? What? And then his camera's still just on the stage. And everyone's like, he's talking. Like, huh? And then the camera pans up. And he's on a wire. (laughs) Descending. Not even, like, straight down. But, like, a slow zip line from the back. And he's just being suspended by, like, something under his suit. And he's like, and the will of the Lord. <laughs> I mean, go big, though. I Beware <laughs> the end times. And then he just, like, slowly, like, floats down to the Stunts stage. in church. Okay. <laughs> Life's short. Stunt it. Stunt it. This We're actually, the psych, we're going to talk about Hot Rod the whole time, guys. <laughs> 